Hey, before you start your episode, this is post editing Abdul. I just wanted to let you know, Billy Mishmashi Mahlash podcast is currently taking submissions. So if you have a cool story, I will land with experience. Please feel free to contribute or messages on Instagram at Abdul That is at A-B-D-O-N-E-G-A-M. And who knows? Maybe Sujidiel Kakdarikul episode Limaja. Thank you for listening, and I'll take you back to the episode. Welcome back to the Mishmash Al Mahlash podcast, the podcast where we answer Alash. I'm your host, Abdul. You are going to be talking about fetishes. And no, I don't mean the magically powerful objects. Go look it up on Google. That's another meaning of fetish. No, you are going to be talking about how how bark for be fetishes and try to understand why that's a thing. Whether a purge has to be Morocco or not. So, story time, and why I started that subject. I'm not going to do TikTok as you usually do. I stumbled upon a live, a recommended live. Jill, this guy, begging uh, another host for live stream, and basically saying he is her pet, or he is her dog, or whatever. You know, the average, the, the femdom experience in Afghanistan. And while we will talk about that later, I promise, it had me questioning how are you, well, in this down bad? How do you even develop this fetish? And then I went down an, an ever bigger rabbit hole. You had, how do we even get fetishes? I mean, most of the people that I know, they don't just stumble upon fetishes. So I took my time and I researched how you get fetishes. Where do they develop? Where does it come from? And the funny part is I had to review with my audience and ask them, hey, is it safe? Or would you be comfortable listening to this topic? And the majority of you voted yes. By the way, you guys are a bunch of horny people. And I'm him. But a lot of you were actually open to the idea. So I was encouraged to do it. And this is how this episode was born. So like always, I'm going to Screen goes to black. Silence. Then the title is going What are fetishes? Where do they come from? So, a good definition of fetishes in general is something related to an object or a body that arouses you. It can be things like as simple as wanting your partner to roll their shirt sleeve or devolve into wanting your partner to wear clown makeup. It's a very broad term and even though the fetish is very broad, there are still some things that we have to draw to establish the boundary of what is a fetish. For example, you cannot confuse, for your electric toothbrush or your combo glove sponge in a cup with a fetish. Because these are tools rather than a concept or an abstract idea that arouses the person. At the same time, a fetish is categorically not a disorder, according to science, unless it's extreme where they affect your life conditions and everything related to that. You can call it a disorder. And finally, a fantasy, according to some sexual scientists, is not a sexual fantasy, believe it or not, Hit a fantasy may include fetishes, well, actually, and oftentimes, had fantasies 
include fetishes they are less acted upon or unlikely to happen for example and just a heads up content warning and trigger warning regarding sexual violence rape is one of the most common fetishes they are included in a sexual fantasy although you can arguably rape is a sexual fantasy in itself well again it is not a fantasy one would be urged or would want it to happen to them or act it upon others that is why مثلاً, a rape fetish is is categorically according to tarif the fetish is not a fetish it is a sexual fantasy well again bias oh i'm not biased this does not include me unless uh no uh advice because asan had domain kamidia sexual science is still understudied may a sexual there are some people who arguably a sexual fantasy can also include fetishes that are common some people would consider that a sexual fantasy other would consider that a fetish okay and some people they would consider them a thing it is debatable it is subjective and it is up to you to decide where you draw the line between a fetish and a sexual fantasy. With that definition aside, I want to get into the real meat, pun intended by the way, GL the subject. And it is how we develop fetishes. So it turns out, came two different ways, la two different hypotheses on how a person can develop a fetish. We're going to discuss Bjurj and Shurhu, how both of them work and how everything happens, etc. Well, can we will tackle one at a time. And the first hypothesis, or the first way a fetish is developed, is through Pavlovian conditioning. I assume the majority who is listening to this knows what Pavlovian conditioning is. Well, can if you are not, let me explain or let me break it down to you real quick. So Pavlovian conditioning, or la classic conditioning, it's also known as that, is a form of behavioral learning, or la learning in general, where you can change behavior of subjects, or whatever, through repeated exposure. A popular example in how this whole theory was through Pavlov with his dogs, where Pavlov basically every time he to his dogs, he would ring a bell and he discovered whenever he rang the bell the dogs would start salivating and expect food so essentially he created expectations and he trained his dogs to a certain reaction to a certain event or a certain behavior and through her theory is how people explain why we develop fetishes so According to head theory, it says that a fetish is developed when the brain starts associating the behavior with sexual arousal. And this usually starts from a very young age, or an exposure in childhood to some sexual fetish. And that, that eventually evolves and evolves and evolves to become a fetish of its own. And it can also happen for people at any age, basically. One study that had correlation gave a group of men not in a circle, each one individual and uh, a bunch of pictures and they see a normal picture followed by an erotic picture and they repeat this pattern again and again and again 
until eventually rabba wahed sanat elko anna fash de men dial dik study group shafo gad normal picture without the erotic picture their arousal levels increased and effectively the pavloved had men into developing wahed el fash elko anna fash ma kaysufo x photo their brain associates it with arousal and they get aroused and the theory goes believe somebody is exposed like this or their brain associates with behavior with sexual arousal a fetish develops and this can happen basically for everyone in every way there is an example i read a story fresh i was researching had the fact dial a person who developed a heels a high heels fetish because fresh he was a young child when he got sexual sexually aroused as a child or when his sexual thoughts peaked or became curious at that age he associated it with the high heels li kan kayshuf in school dial his teachers and through that development alone he developed a high heels fetish so there is no extremities mazal tahad marsam fin this theory stops and this means in theory in theory you can develop a fetish for anything uh, it sounds wild but if you can think of something you can turn it into a fetish so long as you rapidly expose yourself to something arousing قبل ما تكسبوزي yourself to ذاك الحاجه and that's why the first theory for me is the most believable awalan and it is the most interesting thing me pavlov aside Moving on to the second theory, how we develop fetishes, and this is something Yuftaishia would love hearing. The theory goes, or the second theory why we have fetishes goes, it is not up to us, it is up to the way how our brains are wired, or how they are made, basically. So this theory, the second theory, is called the signals crossing theory. and it theorizes believe there are biological or sensory zones within our brains and they cross with other zones within our brains and that's how you develop a fetish hits the juge areas are very close to each other so according to the meta analysis the science of fetishes throughout the last decade they found believe a good chunk of people who have a foot fetish structure of their brain and don the sensory zone of the brain that is responsible towards fetishes or arousal is literally the motor zone of the foot so essentially the two areas the person biologically develops a foot fetish because his brain is wired like that and i say his well like this is they this includes everyone for example and parts of why i like i also hate her theory is because this implies believe and uh, fetishes are not up to us and this is and fetishes are something we develop bo- we develop biologically we are born with fetishes rather than born with the ability to develop fetishes and i'm not here to discuss or deny any of these theories let the signals crossing theory let the pavlovian conditioning theory me personally personally and it's up to you whether you believe me or not or you follow me or not i believe it is a mix of both if you lose the genetics lottery or to let you with the 
فرش دنس جي جي موفان مي اي اولسو بليف بلي ات از اب تو ايتش بيرسون ويز ذير لايف اكسبيرينسز ويز ذا ميديا دي ار اكسبوز تو ويز ذا بيبل دي ميت ويز ذا واي هاو دي ار ريز تو بزاف ديال لي فاكتور اكونوميك ريشو بزاف ديال الحاجات through had exposure through had life experiences you can also develop your own fetishes i mean for example there is no way for me to say i will approve billy and a goonian fetish comes from biological or genetical factors goonian is not an area came off the mark it is simply not true it is a result of how we commodified contents over time or how we overconsume media in general so i believe bli a fetish can exist or develops in two ways through the pavlovian conditioning where it's got association and get aroused by it and the second is in cases where you can or you can have a genetical factor that causes you to develop a fetish whether you or not. But sadly, at the current time, there is not enough research and there is not enough data to prove where do fetishes come from. Hit simply put, there aren't people willing to sponsor the studies because a long term, they don't really pay off. But there is one study I would really love to share and it does not talk about how fetishes are made but it talks about the most common fetishes and who knows maybe I'm mentioning you may allow me to introduce you to this study so in 2015 a group of researchers set out on a journey what is an unusual sexual fantasy and to find that answer they had to answer the answer what are usual sexual fetishes women had definition the lax you can work your way backwards to define an unusual fetish so kharjo the study and this is what they found generally women have submissive fetishes while men have dominant fetishes and this is to be expected i mean apart from um, no it is genetical factors how gender roles play into each thing i swear i'm progressive man i think when it comes to things primal things sexual stuff it makes sense why both genders would have these type of fetishes one submissive other dominant may that's not the point what's more interesting who and had study found believe both sexes shared a preference for a single submissive fantasy This means, and I'm. Uh, if you're not aware, let me let me explain what this means. This means that the dunya kamla is a bottom, and we can finally answer the question: tops or bottoms? And I can safely assume that bottoms exist more in dunya than tops. Excuse me, I got a little bit excited there, man. This study, I I love it. This is this is exactly the type of stuff that I wanted to find. Fesh, I was researching Hatsuje, the nitty gritty stuff, the the shameful, interesting stuff that came from Hatsuje. But there's also a th- whole thing I have to disclose when it comes to fetishes, and it is that for the longest time, fetishes and sexual topics were and still are the male dominated subject our males are the socially acceptable people to discuss that subject and luckily nowadays we are seeing more diversity 
ماشي ان موروكو بالضبط اوتو ذير از اي وونت اي وونت تو تيس موروكو مي اي وود لايك تو ارغيو بلي لا ذير از ا لوت اوف بروجريس ان موروكو وين ات كومز تو سيكشوال اكسبتنس ريغاردينغ ذا فيمينست سبيس اي مين يو لوك ات بيبل مثلا لايك زينو فاسيقي او لا يو لوك ات بودكاست لايك الجينز بودكاست ويتش از ا سيكشولي اوبن progressive podcast from a woman's point of view and from a feminist point of view and it does a lot of progress to advance that sujet in taboo countries and back to the point when uh, we are seeing more diversity with women being more comfortable sharing their fetishes in public and online spaces uh, yeah don't get me wrong both men and women no matter which point of history we're freaking mindina it is We are not the first people to be freaky and we are not the last people to be freaky. The Greeks had orgies, the Greeks had femboys, the Arabs had femboys, the Japanese heyo periods, they had polygamy, dala. And no matter what history period you are in, humans will always be freaky. The point that I'm trying to say here is that for the longest time, men were usually the ones who document that shit. And that also reflects it, that the studies and the limited resources they are based on fetishes, etc. In short, women were kinky too. And at this point of time, women are having more say in the material fetishes and sexual empowerments. As implied, they empower themselves with it as well. And you can see this with the rise of Wattpad fanfics to young adults books. and the sexualization of male characters in media like video games i've got to check those pieces of media out moving on blackon goes black side of screen get la and we start chapter juice fetishes in morocco so like i mentioned flul yel episode the main reason why i wanted to, to do had the podcast episode and got talk about the subjects who and not I've been noticing more and more, maybe it's the media I consume or whatever, but I've been noticing more and more some weird fetishes and popping up in Morocco. These are the, the femdom, female domination mistress videos, that type of stuff. And also the groups, I don't know if you're aware of who they are, but there's an entire Facebook group groups when she said group groups called Lftaishia which are foot fetishes from Maghreb and those groups are wild I went there I went undercover to check it out and that shit is well it's not wild but it's funny it is so funny Mimoem had the videos they left a lasting impression on me and I'm sure believe a big part of why this felt more I want to say triggering, well, like an impactful on me, was because the videos were usually done, or the media was usually done in Darija, which is my native language and your native language, hopefully. It is something that is enacted in our homeland, in our turf. It's, it's easy to be like, oh yeah, look at the Western men or the Western women doing whatever they do. And it's easy to negligence. Hezra is English, it's French, it doesn't resonate. When I confess, it's in Darija. When you hear it's in Darija, you feel it resonate bizarre. You, you feel the weight, the words, like it's called, 
and it also breaks the illusion or the shadow that we had yeah think about ah this is something that would never happen in morocco we are a respectful country no first you see these things they break your illusion so they resonate max so it is more shocking for me to see a moroccan male like engaging in female domination fetishes and activities than it is for me to say from a western man point of view hit it is in my home country it is in my home in my native language and it's just weird it's just weird okay it's just weird when rambling and yapping aside and i wanted to know alash we in morocco I mean, I know what's the point of view Jenna Dear fetishes it too, as I explained Qabila. May I also want to know, like, how do we develop in the Maghreb exclusively fetishes? Like, you go to, let's say, Saudi Arabia or Dubai, they're famous for their poop fetish. Uh, and then you go to Morocco and arguably Shreya North Africa, like Algeria, and you would notice that they too, we exclusively seem to have had fetishes of female domination and foot fetishes. Like, Hadou seems to be the dominating fetish for Maghreb. So I want to know, I wanted to know why, how, why, what, when, where. There is no studies to 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 justify the Omar Kama. So I had to do, I, I did my hardest, and maybe do possibly reach towards a weird conclusion or whatever. I want to know how. And this is what I found. So... Qabila, we mentioned one of the theories why fetishes develop was through Pavlovian condition. But what I didn't mention, by the way, is that from the Pavlovian conditioning theory, there is another theory that is called the early childhood imprinting theory. And it goes that your early childhood and the traumas you experience in your early childhood play a big part into the development of your fetishes. And this, I believe, was a big reason why we have female domination fetishes as well as foot fetishes. Because according to the people who had the childhood imprints in theory, sexually restrictive households are a big part of how we develop fetishes. And I believe this is the main and the most major reason why Morocco seems to have had fetishes that I just mentioned. Because they grew up in a sexually restrictive household, majority of Moroccan people, and I would argue believe this is majority of the world, let alone Morocco, the first exposure to to sex or whatever was done through pornography. And we all know how internet is vastly evil for exposing kids to pornography without restriction. And it is well known that Gen Z is the biggest victim when it comes to early childhood pornography exposure. And I do not need to mention how pornography changes your brain wiring or psychologically affects you, changes your mood, changes your habits. It damages you in general. But there's also the other problem with the porn industry regarding actors, specifically female actors, and how they are forced into doing the good work, and how some of them are given no option. And this is without mentioning revenge porn, la forced porn, la non-consensual porn. And don't watch porn, and don't let your kids watch porn. But, 
I believe بلي حيت الماجوريتي ديال الموروكانز grew up in a sexually restrictive household their first exposure to sex was through the internet ياك so had the constant exposure to watching pornography from a very young age specifically through the internet and without having outlets to let them out in the real world من غير the internet had the constant exposure to pornography will eventually lead to degeneracy and in turn lead to the person to develop twisted fetishes and fucked up fantasies basically and this is why i believe believe Moroccans seem to have gal Moroccans seem to have a female domination fetish and the foot fetish المهم نقدروا نسمحوا لتو دو فوت فريش نقدروا نسمحوا للفطايشيه يو جايز يو اكزيست في القنص ديالكم ام نوت غانا ام نوت غانا ام نوت غانا ستيب ماي فوت ان داك الزون ديالكم بدم تس بان انتندد مي اي وونت تو تارجت ذا فيميل دومينيشن اونرشيب بارك فور مي هوز يور اونر هوز يور تايب اوف فريشز So had people and by the way just to let you know had theory is very 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 underbaked and it holds no grounds for reason or logic it's simply a theory that I came up with and I encourage you to not follow it well again I think a big reason why these people specifically male Moroccans usually in a position of power have had fetishes whether humiliation او لا pet play او لا ownership او لا fandom او لا fandom او لا pagan او لا whatever I believe بالحيت they grew up in a patriarchal society the thoughts او لا the allure ديال the idea ديال having the weak او لا the people you usually كتحقر control you instead for some people it is sexually arousing ولكن I also believe بلي it comes from Kimai mentioned قبيلة exposure through pornography from the internet. I believe somehow, some way, they stumbled upon uh, female domination pornography and that exposure from a young age or through adolescence led them through the pipeline of female domination and first they found themselves financially independent with their own safe space. they were able to employ awla acts out these fetishes rahtum and who am i to judge awalan i mean if you're a contributing figure to society kathlas dariba katshil khidma katamil whatever then if this is what you like to do for your free time then all power to you me also i think it's pretty fucking weird i think it's really weird calm down shuyadina wait let's leave morocco and go back through time because قبل ما episode i wanted to share some of some historical figures and how funny how innocent their fetishes were and starting with a french philosopher ah you guys know me i love france and her culture i just can't help myself when it comes to france apparently jean jacques rousseau wrote in his books Billy, he used to go to dark alleyways and corners and he would expose himself aka Aitara to women in had alleyways and not show them his private parts but again show them her his ass and i would like to imagine had Limash jell you going down the streets and then somebody just showing you their ass because it derives them sexual pleasure 
I think Jean-Jacques Rousseau and Mozart would have been great friends because apparently Mozart had a scat fetish where he loved to watch people poop and he liked to play with poop. He also wanted people to eat his ass as well as eat other people's asses. And finally, and the Napoleon, the French general, he is infamous for writing his wife a letter, coming home soon, do not wash. I'm not gonna say anything. Instead, all I'm gonna say is, that's it for this episode of Mishmash Al-Mahlash Podcast. I hope we answered Elish. I really hope really you enjoyed this episode because it has been very risky for me to research, publish, and produce. But I came here best, mara mara, to cross the line and test out the waters. If you like this episode, please rate and follow this episode on your favorite platform. Share it with a friend and maybe follow me on Instagram at Abdul Nijem. And until next time.